What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. We finally got uh, some great people here in the studio. That's right. Uh, you want to introduce all Absolutely. of these wonderful people? Absolutely. We thought we'd talk about the Unified Civic Monuments Project this morning. And so in the studio, we are very pleased and honored and humbled to have Mayor Laura Goose, our mayor extraordinaire from St. Joseph, Sharon Brown with the African American History and Literacy Literacy. Literature, excuse me, gallery in Benton Harbor. Good morning. Good morning. And Mike Nadalski with the Citadel Oak Room and many other things. Community organizer extraordinaire. Yes. Extraordinaire. Um, so, good morning and thank you for ha- uh, being here today to talk about the United uh, Unified Civic Monuments Project. Maybe we can start out with getting an update on the project itself. But before we do that, an origin story. Ooh, I love origin stories. Like I love the superheroes. Stories. Tell a little bit about how this all came to be. Wow. This is great. You 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 got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to try not to get emotional. Okay. Because the origin always does that. Sure. The birthing, right? Yeah. Um this seed um, is a love seed. It's a seed of a hometown story, just uh, basically that uh, you moved away, gleaned a couple of things, and you wanted to come back uh, because you felt there was a need within the communities. Mm-hmm. And when you looked around and you said, something's missing, I didn't see a lot of hope, especially in particular, I'm um, speaking of Benton Harbor. And so the vision of what can we do that's very loud and visible and makes a statement and we don't have to really work so hard, but it's already done. It's there already. And that's the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And so we said, why not? It's missing him and a lot of others. Sure. (laughs) So we begin to have conversation and talk about it and talk about it. And whatever arena that we were able to get in, we just always brought it up. And then thank God that out of ashes, that you don't always have to feel something bad happened, but you can look at what is the good. What did we learn? And that's what I feel about George Floyd, because that's when the phone call came in Mm -hmm. from the partners and said, uh, why don't we do something together? What about that thing you've been talking about for years? We'd love to get together and support that. And so um, with that, um, the story, the journey has just been more than I could really share this morning. It's it's just been awesome. And the culmination of that is a monument in each of the two two cities. Two kings for two two cities. Two kings for two cities. The double for your trouble. (laughs) <laughs> that you had to wait so long. <laughs> and there's been a lot of trouble. Yeah. But yeah. Now, now this unification project, the Unified Civic Monuments Project, is moving forward. Yes. Maybe we can get an update. Uh, there have been some exciting developments about both fundraising and a plan for when you're going to see these yes. monuments, one in Benton Harbor, one in St. Joseph, come forward. Yes. We're over the hill, over the top of the mountain, I should say. Okay. We're down on the other side. But we don't want to reach the goal until we know that uh, the two cities have been saturated and that everybody has had an opportunity to be a part of this 
and we do not want any strangers at the unveiling. Yeah. <laughs> All only participants. Mm-hmm. That is going to be an amazing unveiling to cover news-wise. Mayor Goose, maybe you can talk a little bit about what that's going to look like in 2024. June Ooh. 2024, is that the date? I that's believe that's our target date. I, I think Mike would know best about that. Yeah, the, the, the goal is like Juneteenth, ideally, okay. and that both monuments would be unveiled at the same time. Uh, the challenge is that uh, the weather, the Michigan sure, weather, the availability of the artists and the subcontractors, it really gets, we're getting down to the nitty gritty now. I mean, both sites have been approved. Both designs mm-hmm. have been approved. Uh, the fundraising is two thirds of the way there. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the final third of fundraising and we're in the logistics planning stage now. But, you know, and City Center Park is the location in Benton Harbor, and it's a very active park, so we have to work around what's happening there. And then we have the lovely Michigan weather that, you know, we're <laughs> right. wrestling. We have to get as much as we can get done <clears throat> this year, so it's important for us to raise the remaining one-third as quickly as possible so we can secure uh, the artists and the subcontractors that need to do the fabrication and the preparation work of the of the ground so our goal is this year to actually, this summer even, before the fall, have the plazas in and okay. the mounts for the statues and the other pieces that are part of it. And um, and then it'll ha- it'll sit there in that state until the actual figures are put in next year. Because they can fabricate indoors uh, sure. the bronze mm-hmm. uh, statues that are part of it, the figures. That's really great. And yeah. we have some prep work in the city of St. Joseph because ours is going into the Margaret B. Upton Arboretum area. Mm-hmm. And some of you may remember that there's a small gazebo type structure yeah. on top of this little hill. Um, and we really loved the figure of the hill. I actually was just walking down there the other day and I was thinking, oh boy, I really can't wait till the trees come down. Because one of the things, first first of all, this is an exciting place for it because it's near the river. It's going to be oriented towards Benton Harbor, which is important for the project um, because we're Twin Cities and we need right. to act more like Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a king for two cities, two, two kings for two cities is an important thing. Um, And then when you think about the optics just in the city of St. Joseph of all of our different monuments and the um, the mouth of the harbor right there, we have a lot of what I call volunteer trees that have cropped up (laughs) over time. We call them weeds. (laughs) Well, now they're trees. The the weeds full on trees. trees And so we need to get some of those out. So we'll be doing some prep work there. The gazebo actually has. Let's see. I'm trying to remember our director of public works term. It's extended its useful life. Ah, yes. Past its useful life. Thank you. Past its useful life. And so this um, allows us to move that out of there. And then um, then there will be some prep work. We want to make sure that uh, so so city centers park for Benton Harbor is flat. Ours is up on a little hill there in the Arboretum. We want to make sure that it's accessible because obviously inclusivity is going to be an important part of this. And so we'll have to look and see what that looks like. Um, But yeah, exciting prep work this year. And then the goal, you know, Mike mentioned all of the all of the what ifs, right? The 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 other factors, the contractors, um, just the artist's ability to deal with those two things. Right. Um, And so hopefully by June of 2024, we have a big celebration. Um, and if not right then, then as soon as possible thereafter. Um, and, and who knows, maybe we'll get on somebody's books early. 
Oh, never know. Very nice. Ooh, yeah. Very that nice. Exciting stuff. And the May- first the first step is to raise all the money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a moment. What can people do? How can we get the past that goal? Yeah. So uh, we're looking for we have levels all the way from a dollar to fifty thousand dollars. And some of our most exciting and powerful moments have been in these little pop up events where we're, you know, generating interest about the project and somebody a child or ride up on a bike and yeah. empty the change out of their pockets and uh, give everything they have mm-hmm. because they it touches them like right mm-hmm. on the moment. We've seen it time and time again. So uh, we're we're looking for about $300,000 in six weeks. That's six what weeks. we're up against. That's oh, ambitious. Wow. And I've seen this community do this before oh, for yes. other yeah. projects. Yes, yes. So we are looking for some champions of unity at the 50,000 and over level. Yeah. And, and we, yeah. <laughs> I know we're we're pointing at each other. Yeah. 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 You be a champion for 50,000. Ken, you 000. seem to just be pointing at me. And I don't, I don't know if you've seen yeah, my bank account lately. those champions that yes. you know in your life. That's right. That's right. We do have some major funders who have jumped in already. Whirlpool Corporation yeah. has given us a $250,000 Matching grant, AEP Foundation has given us fifty thousand. We have others at forty and ten. And Spectrum Health, uh, now uh, Corwell Health South, has given us fifty thousand dollars. That's great. So um, the the big the big employers in the area have really stepped up. We're still looking for more. I mean, to get you do the math equation, it's not that uh, it's a short window, right. and it's a big dollar amount. And a lot of people are like, "Can you really do this?" And I say, yes, I've seen this community do this. How important is it to you that we make a statement of unity? Uh, the Tourist Council is behind this. I'm on the board of the Tourism Council. They see it as a, a national draw. Mm-hmm. They th- it's, it's a one-of-a-kind project, mm-hmm. a one-of-a-kind unity project for public art. Um, and so it, it really is... Uh, a big deal, as we like to it say. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big it's a deal. Really big deal yeah. 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 And real quick, I know we we keep looking at you know ahead and over the hill and, and even in that twenty twenty four. But what it, what does this project mean for the community? Say in twenty thirty, twenty thirty, you know, beyond in many years to come. What it, what do you think it means for those two communities? You know, um, one of the pieces, and there's many, is. Uh, the, uh, when you talk about a legacy and a journey, you must remember to document your own. Right. And so that's what we're doing with this project, with this um, this unity thing that is happening between the two cities, this big deal, um, is to make sure that there is going to be a, um, a curriculum, mm-hmm. something written about the story. And to be inclusive of, of course, the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. Sure. And then the history of the two cities. And then the story, of course, uh, of the committee and mm-hmm. the folks that worked um, and gave. So that's going to make sure that this is not forgotten. And that uh, also to um, allow ourselves to um, allow other communities, when you document and you put it in writing, mm-hmm. then other communities can see and say, how did they do that? And be able to read and pick up something to see what the story, the journey was like and challenged, challenged their communities as well. And so that's one of the other uh, pieces. Yeah. And what we're right now just so excited about that's getting ready to happen this month 
is that uh, we've had a donor, um, I'll call him Brother Al right now, that is just so excited that he's this nature guy. And so he's taking the distance between the two monuments. And he don't want to wait until the installation. He says, let's do it now. Now. Let's have unity now. Yeah. Now, now is the time. Now is the time, right? And so this month, our first unity walk is going to happen between the two sites. Nice. And uh, so we're going to already be just preparing our spirits, our, our minds, our soul to come together for the unveiling uh, on these unity walks. So um, there's all these different parts. And then there's things that as the, 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 the planners, right. it's always going to be stuff you didn't plan. It's like that, that glean, that extra that you get sure. just because you <laughs> took the step, you know, mm-hmm. right. You, you beat the fear factor and, and then the, the things that come to you and you're, you're like, I didn't work for that. That one just came along because this is a good thing. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's not just a point in time. It's not just now. It's before, now, and beyond. That's right. Yeah, that Unity uh, event that Sharon spoke about is happening on May 21st. So, okay. And that'll be the third Sunday of every month uh, thereafter. So, oh, wow. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's going to grow. Uh, we have lots of ideas for that that connecting, that trail between the two uh, monuments. Uh Field trip walks, possibly uh, uh, markers with QR codes are yes. great because they can bring people yeah. to the website mm-hmm. so we can have stories of uh, the richness of our communities, different leaders through the yes. ages that have uh, contributed to yes. uh, the fabric of our communities. And uh, and then just as a reminder and, and kind of flipping the script on some of the negative things that have been said about our communities over the year. Uh, the other side, and not just our communities, but I mean, there's division everywhere. Mm-hmm. And this is a strong statement of positive unity that flips the script from yeah. civil disturbances yeah. and the other side of the river and mm-hmm. some of the other things that have uh, not spoken particularly kindly about uh, the relationship between our two cities. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of healing to do. Mm-hmm. And we're not, this is not a public art project that's mm-hmm. fluffy. Sure. No. There's some real deep conversations that are happening and more of that needs to happen. The difficult conversations, we have to lean into our discomfort and do a better job of talking to each other and Mm -hmm. understanding our perspectives. And this project has already been doing that and we'll do more of that. If we want to learn more, uh, Mike, on donation or just more of the story, a good place for us to go. Unifiedmonuments.org. Simple as that. Everything's there. There's a beautiful six-minute video that was recently made. And uh, Berrien Community Foundation is one of our partners on it. And Mm -hmm. the donations go there. You know, the money's going to be handled well. Um, And we should mention our other partners, too. Yeah, like my favorite store, Myers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving them for that $10,000. Yeah, they helped us put billboards (laughs) up. Fantastic. uh, Right from the beginning. But Lake Michigan College is behind it. Yes, uh, the yes. Krasil Arts Center. Yes. Of course, the African American History and Literature yes, Gallery is yes. leading the effort. Yes. And both cities, we have uh, city commissioners from both cities on our uh, committee as well. But I, I wanted to, when Mike was just rolling that off about the unity and uh, the different things that's going to be happening just to bring the healing and the two mm-hmm. communities together, is that this is a very serious, they call it a, uh, a call and response. That's what they told me years ago. Yeah. So the call is, is that we're looking for community leaders in both communities, both cities, 
and to lead these walks, that we would uh, need you, that if you've had something to say, uh, if it's a pastor, uh, a, a lay person, that uh, there's a message that you've been trying to get to the people, this is an opportunity for you to come and, and, and just simply say, I'll lead, I'll lead a walk. Mm-hmm. That the once a month, I'll, I'll lead a walk, and we would love to have you on, on schedule. Uh, we'll even give you opportunity before we start the walk to maybe have something to say. That's beautiful. Um, because this is the type of things we need for yep. that healing process to happen. So this, yes, no fluff fluff. This is serious business, mm-hmm. um, and we can do serious business and have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we have been and we Absolutely. have been what a beautiful idea that's a great idea inspirational thank you for the information that you shared this morning mike nadalski sharon brown mayor laura goose i have one question for you sure because yes. uh, thank you for this more information on the website we'll post that on wsjm.com uh, as well uh mayor what gives you're not you're not running for re-election Different yeah what's topic. happening Sorry. <laughs> yeah so it, you know i it was a tough decision for me. Um, I've been serving just uh, about five and a half years at this point. And um, as everybody knows, there's a lot of different demands on everyone's time. Sure. Yes. Um, but he, being on the city commission, I had a few goals. And I was looking back uh, at what I've been able to bring to the table um, since I was elected in 2017. And I thought, gosh, I mean, I, I kind of achieved everything that I wanted to achieve with this role. And um, unfortunately, uh, last fall, my father um, has a disease that advanced um, mm-hmm. to a point where he needs uh, a lot more care. Sure. Um, but with that disease, it doesn't just affect the one person. It affects their spouse, my mom, mm-hmm. um, his kids, um, his grandkids, all of us. Um, and so we're all rowing together to make sure that as he progresses through this um, very scary disease, that um, we're all there for him. And I also have a full-time job. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's demanding. So I work about 50 hours a week just in my regular gig. Wow. Um, and then I also am the mayor of a, of a 8,500 person um, city, which is a joy. I, I just want to say it has been my honor and joy to represent the city of St. Joseph in many ways over the years. And with all of those personal reasons um, mounting, And professional, because I said, you know, I I really did accomplish what I set out to do. You know, we didn't have a sustainability committee before I joined, and I really pushed for that. We were, I think, the 45th city in Michigan to enact a non-discrimination ordinance, and that's because I brought it to the table. Commissioner Jeff Richards joined me in that effort, and Mm -hmm. um, because of cities like ours giving air cover to Lansing, they just recently um, updated and passed a new civil rights uh, law for the Elliott Larson Act um, that includes our LGBTQ plus members of our society, which is, by the way, 25 percent of everyone. So if mm-hmm. you think you don't know somebody from the LGBTQ plus community, just meet your four friends um, and, and I guarantee somebody, you know, sure. um, is in that group. So those were two big ones. Right. But I also got to focus on infrastructure. Um, I was saying before we went on air um, that we have a road project uh, kicking off this week. Um, we have had many road projects sure. since I've been in. And we did that through um, increasing the 
monies that go towards that uh, in our, our road funds. We've gotten many grants. Our city staff is absolutely amazing. They go after every available federal and state mm-hmm. grant for infrastructure. And um, sometimes we're successful and sometimes we're not. And we'll take you know, kind of like the Unified Civic Monument Project will take any level of support um, and and have, right, you know, anything from $100,000 to, you know, if the, if the state wants to give us millions, we'll, we'll use that to improve our, our roads, our water, our sewage, all of that. And we've done things like um, combating lake erosion uh, since I've been on. Uh, you know, I voted for uh, investing in revetments so that we didn't continue to lose our lake shore. And it also protected um, city infrastructure as well as private homes. Um, but but more so the city infrastructure is so important because underneath those homes, that's where the city uh, water and sewage is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. so we need to protect that as well yeah. so that we don't have environmental issues. So many things. Um, investing in our water plant, things like that. Yep. Um, those were all things I set out to do. Um, maybe not specific. You know, I didn't know that it was going to be Wallace Avenue that got <laughs> repaved. Right. Um, but I knew that infrastructure was important. And then, um, and then finally, uh, you know, Sharon mentioned in 2020, um, the summer of social justice happened and, um, with, with the, uh, murder of George Floyd, it sparked us as a city commission into action. Mm-hmm. And I actually started on the public Amen. safety, um, uh, committee. We had three yeah. committees and one was arts and culture, which has now joined forces with the unified civic monument project proudly. Um, I, I ran the public safety one with Steve Newbecker and Jeremy Connell, our um, director and assistant director of public safety, as well as uh, community members. Um, and it was a powerful thing for us to do because what we found out was our policies were actually above grade for many of the things like eight can't wait and the, um, the different national level um, uh, de-escalation policies for for um, public safety. So we were excited about that. Um, always looking for room to improve. We actually ended up um, uh, purchasing basically a, a, a policy um, system where they help us to make sure that we're staying ahead of any curve in terms of conflict resolution or de-escalation or any, oh boy, I wish Jeremy Connell was here. He would be able to rattle off all of the trainings that our officers have. But um, it's, those are the types of things that I was able to achieve. And so then I looked to the future. Um, Sorry, this is a really long answer to your question. Um, And, you know, we have some amazing commissioners that are there now and have always been, but these um, three that are there that will continue um, our Brooke Thomas, Michelle Binkley, and Mike Sorolla, they're doing great things. And so when you look at legacy and when you look at moving through an institution like I have with the city of St. Joseph, you know, one of the things you ask yourself is who's going to have the care and feeding, right? And we have great people. So I feel good about that. I feel really good that we have um, uh amazing people running for the open seats. And I, I know that the city is going to be um, in good hands. And I think that I'll be able to help uh, from the sidelines doing passion projects like this one mm-hmm. uh, for the Unified Civic Monument Project. Um, I even want to learn how to clean the brass or the, uh, you know, bronze. the bronze, bronze sorry, yeah, bronze. Uh, I want to <laughs> learn how to do that because Krasl is going to be teaching people how to do Mayor that. Goose, I, I did have a question. Yeah. Oh, oh. Interviewer. I, I wanted you to see if you could give just a clear cut statement on what is this project 
mean to you as far as the um, the unified uh, Civic Monument Project? Well, I think it means to me um, in many ways the same as what's been talked about here, which is, you know, this is this is my hometown. St. Joseph is my hometown. I ha- I always tell this story. I have I have a parent that is a proud Benton Harbor Tiger, and I have a parent that is a proud St. Joe Bear. <laughs> um, I was raised, in, born and raised in the area, and um, I read The Other Side of the River when it came out, and I lived in Grand Rapids at the time, and it broke my heart. Um, and it is the time to bring our two communities together in ways that they have not been able to join in the last 50, 70 years. Um, And so for me, this project starts that conversation and has started that conversation, right? Where we're picking up, and I think, Sharon, you were talking about um, documenting our history. You know, we have such a rich history of effort. We have the Race Relations Council. We have um, organizations like ALPACT. We have a variety of different calling all colors um, that that have been here for decades. Mm -hmm. And this project continues that work. I I look at it as Mm -hmm. a relay race. Mm -hmm. And so it's our turn for the baton. Um, And so I think that's the important part is it it may not be the finish line, but Mm -hmm. but we're carrying the baton. And I know we have some legal obligations to get to. (laughs) (laughs) But no, thank you. Thank you for asking that question. Thank you for your response. And thank you for all the great information this morning. It's been a very good conversation. The Unified Civic Monuments Project, you can go online and find out more information about that. Sounds like it's not going to be a moment in time. It's going to be a span of time. That's right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us.